oh man, you can put in a round of applause here, you know, they would be screaming and clapping and all sorts of things. This is why I look forward to Fridays, because it's just an opportunity you know, to let our hair down, put our feet up, relax a little bit in the midst of all of the different things that are happening. And for our Friday wind down, the guest we have today is McCoy Mkhubata. Thank you so much for making time to be part of this conversation. Good morning to you. Good morning, Siswama, and you're welcome. Thank you, too, for having me. You know, such an honor, Siswami. Look, <laughs> as, 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 as we're playing this this last song, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Adonai, I, I, a part of me was like, I'm not sitting in the right, you know, in the right way. Wow. I, it's right. just that I can't put my, my feet up on my work desk, you know, but <laughs> if, if I could, that's that's exactly what I would be doing because that's wow. just what you, your music has the power of, of doing. Wow, thank you, thank you very much, thank you. In a yeah. moment, in a moment, we'll get into your story and what actually drew you to music. You are now an award-winning saxophonist. You've built a community of musicians around you that you've also managed to work with on on some of your albums. And we'll talk about the different facets of your journey. Our guest Makoy Mukhubata will also take your calls as our listeners on zero double one seven one four two double zero six on the WhatsApp line. 0614-104-107. For now, let's take a quick break. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So, McCoy, you're now at a point where you are a celebrated musician and award-winning saxophonist. Where did your journey begin? So, uh, the journey began in the 70s. Yeah. I've always loved music. I come from a family of music lovers. Mm-hmm. No one played an instrument, but we had all these records, you know. Yeah, so um, from the 60s, in fact, you know, I was privileged to, to know as a toddler to witness a big band that used to rehearse opposite my grandmother's place, you know, Gualanga, uh, you know. Um, I mean, and also the funny thing about that, I thought that big band was musical because Let's say I'll be coming from the crash and then with my bread probably and listening to the band. Then the next thing I find myself being woken up, you know. Mm. It only occurred to me, you, you know, later, you know, when I was about 10, that, oh, okay, I must have fallen asleep. A band member took me back to my grandma's place. So I absorbed all those sounds. Wow. And next, yeah, yeah. And next, you know, the Zionist African church. Mm. And then the other side was... It, it, it was a uh, traditional healer. So there was all these kinds of sounds, you know. But then the real thing came in, 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 the, in, in the 70s, you know, 1976, when uh, there were there riots. I was, I, was, I was 16, and I picked up a tennis whistle by chance because I thought I was going to be uh, a visual artist because I can draw as well. Because mm. I used to draw with this buddy of mine, and then he played the tennis whistle. He happened to leave it behind one day, and I tried it, and I fell in love with it. And my drawing, uh, you know, uh, thing, he took a nose dive. From then on, I was hooked on, on playing the penny whistle until my mother bought me a side flute in 1978. You know, within uh, six months, I joined a professional band as an 18-year-old now. <laughs> wow, that, that, that yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, the, the, the way in which your journey almost came together 
I suppose in in a way in a way that you also weren't quite expecting, you know, because it it just is unfolding as as life is going on. When when you think back to all of these different sounds that you you grew up around, often you know it it can be noise to some people, right? So you have a band on the side of 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 the road. Uh, You know, next door there's there's church services going on. The collective (laughs) you know sound of all of these different things can be quite noisy to to some people. Um, but but it wasn't to you. Is that what made you think that perhaps you have an ear for music? Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, to me, it wasn't. You know, I loved it every bit, bit of it. You know, um, it reminds me uh, of now uh, in the eighties. Now, when I because uh, in nineteen eighty, I bet I bought my very first tenor saxophone, not a flute. Now, tenor saxophone is bigger than the flute. Yeah, because what happened? The band I played with, they, they played the top 20, top 40 music, which are comprised of, uh, you know, from jazz, jazz crusaders to uh, Earthwind and Fire, Commodores. So the flute was appealing, you know, it was disappearing. So I was forced to buy a saxophone. Now, uh, uh, in the 80s, I was living in Kukuletna with my mom. And our poor neighbors couldn't stand the constant practicing of this Lumtana Katono, my mom's name is Itono, Sistono. Lumtana Katono, you know, I have to practice all the time, you know, you know. Uh, and uh, the weird thing, Kathy, within uh, a month or two, when I'll be quiet, they'll miss the sound and come to my mom, open my coins, you bakuku quiet, why is quiet? <laughs> You know, is that how music. good you had gotten? Is that how good you yes. had gotten? <laughs> mm. I suppose, I suppose. They missed it, you know. Maybe uh, going for, for, for an, uh, you know, an audition or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then they, they missed it, you know. Yeah, they, they, they become to love it, Shem, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk about um, the, the support that you had from your mother. Because you sound like you are a creative more generally. And we know that um, parents aren't very understanding of children who want to pursue careers in in the creative arts. Um, Tell me about the journey that you and and your mother walked and and how that ultimately also led to you being where you are today. Well, it was a great one. My mom... uh it early earlier on in, in, in my life you know uh so hence she bought me that that flute you know which in 1978 uh 25 rent was a lot of money that's what it cost then you know uh it, it was it, it was it was a great journey in fact only two persons understood me when I was growing up was my mom and my grandma you know the other aunts were like hey, I'm just calling I do this do this why music you, you know you're gonna be you're gonna smoke uh, you know these funny things you know and also just get the, you know going around fellow musicians older guys you know it didn't help because some of them were record guys you know too artistic and then some of them very flamboyant it, it was a mixture you know but most of them what i call amavugu you know yeah but they were good 
and the, and and what worried them, I used to follow the ones that were ragged and they were good, you know. But then shame they they smoked it because I never smoked anywhere. I never picked that, you know. So I understand, you know. But my mom and my grandma will tell them, leave this kid alone. He's, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what did music mean to you at at that time? It's it's very hard to not be influenced as a young person into doing what what the other musicians at that point that you think are good, that you respect, are also doing? Yeah, uh, oh, I found music to, to, to heal me, you know. I It was my escape, you mm. know. And because I wanted education. Remember, in 1976, South Africa was on fire, you know. Yeah, I'm picking up the, the, this instrument. And um, still in 1975, we're not going to school. So I will go. luckily at the Roman Catholic Church in, in Gualanga, they had a nice school, you know. Then I'll understand, you know, uh, uh, you know, a night school and practice during the day. And then in the 80s, I corresponded. So, you know, music was a savior, you know. Yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, I'm one of those artists who, who, who dream about songs, you know, who are given songs every single day. You know, I, I wake up with the songs, you yeah. know. So, yeah, it's... It, it, music is my life, Siswam. That's all I can say. Mm. And, <laughs> yeah. and 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 who were you listening to at the time? Who who were the people that were your heroes or that you admired? Wow, I'm lucky that my heroes were right in our street, you know, and adjacent street. The, the late Winston Mankunkungosi, Ezra Nukana, you know, uh, you name them, you know, Robert Sitole, you know, and. Uh, I would visit their houses, you know, and just, you know, they were too good, you know. Yeah, yeah, so those were my heroes. And then across the, 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 the railway in the colored area, Robbie Jensen. And and I got to share, as I was getting better, and I got to share stages with them. I'll be in, in, in their big bands and stuff like that. So one, I, I really am lucky because remember back in the day, we didn't have a, a school institution, you know, you know, so we couldn't get to uh, UCT. So this was my, you know, uh, schooling for me, you know, mm. tertiary, because mm. they were deep, you know, as much as they didn't study music, you know, formally, most of them, but I learned a lot, yeah. And, 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 and when you look back at it now, because at the time you, you thought, well, in some ways uh, I'm being deprived of this opportunity to, to get an education, but you're learning uh, your trade in, in so many other different ways from, from skilled people. When you look back at the journey, um, would, would you have wanted to be different? Uh, it's a mixture, but mostly no, you know. Because it, it was great, because th- these old guys also introduced me to many books. Th- what was difficult, though, let me start here. What was difficult, there were two schools, you know. you know. Some uh, older guys would say, don't read music. It's going to make you not to play with the field. And then the others, you need to learn to read music. So it was a um, mixed messages, you know. But I listened to both anyway. And then uh, there was this, there's this, Jazz magazine that's called Downbeat. I used to, you know, I subscription, you know, because it wasn't sold in South Africa. Only few shops had it, you know, uh, with all the Duke Ellington stories. At the back of the book, 
they, they will advertise all these uh, jazz books, and then I will order, you know, these great books from the States. So, um, yeah, it was fruitful. You know, that was my university also, you know. Mm. Then discovering this book that had all this knowledge, you know. Yeah, so I will order books, you know. And then in the in the late and early nineties, then I got to uh, in fact nineteen eighty eight my first tour to the states, and then I bought so many books, Kathy, for my fellow musicians. I bought many stuff when I toured with PJ Powers, you know, because we didn't have this in South Africa, you know. I started distributing to, to all the friends of mine, you know, mm. yeah. <laughs> Mokwe Mkhubata is our guest for uh, the Friday Wind Down. I've got more of his songs as well after the latest headlines. Lizzo? Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. SAFM.
morning morning uh thank you for bringing on uh that amazing musician uh, mr mccoy uh, um, I had the pleasure of meeting him very many years ago um, when he came to the District 6 Museum where I used to work. Um, and uh, I'm so happy to hear the names of Robbie Jansen and Robert Sitole being mentioned on air because those are some of the many heroes that Cape Town has produced musically. And in fact, he comes from a very amazing time. Um, so, yeah, really kudos for having him on. And uh, welcome. It's great to hear your story um, from another perspective. And after so many years, honored. Hi, Katie. It's Maonga Manjeni, all the way from Cape Town. Kualanga. And hi to Put Makoi, your guest there. I'm enjoying the conversation uh, with him. I also would like to say I'm, 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 I'm loving the vibe that Pumakoy has brought to the studio. I love the humbleness, you know, his, 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 you know, when he talks about his beginnings, you know, humble beginnings, you know, he does not, he does not make it fancy, you know, Kathy. It's so authentic, you know, he talks about where he learned the art, you know, the Zionists that were banging the amakubu you know next door and all that so yes I'm, I'm i'm loving the fact that he speaks about his humble beginnings so proudly and he doesn't try to paint it any other way you know but mccoy thank you so much mkulua respect so much love for you so much love for wow. you from our listeners for the, for this morning <laughs> Thank you, thank you, this one. Wow. And, <laughs> thank and, you, and I've got mm. a, a couple of our listeners that are that have also uh, called in that want to say a couple of words to you. Be- before we do that, though, I wanted to to ask you, what inspires your music? Uh, what inspires my music is just uh, life around me. What I um, what one what one observes, mm. what one uh, you know sees, you know day to day, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, mm, yeah, yeah. It's it's it, 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 it's that simple, you know. Yeah, and also uh, I'm I'm given these songs, you know. Yeah, every morning, you know. Mm. If you can, you can see my phone is full of voice notes. You know, the the I hear, you know, the harmonies are, you know, melodies that I sing so that I work on them later. You mm. know, mm. this has uh, been with me since the 80s when there was my Walkman. Thanks to the technology now, I don't have to carry a Walkman all the time or a, a, a writing pad so that mm. I, I dot the, the the notes down. I just use my phone. So um, privilege, you know. To you know, to be given all these songs, I believe they are given to me. The song is the one you guys love, Mr. and Mr. Donis. I remember uh, when we were watching the music for, for, for the album Face the Music in, in, in the early 2000. Uh, I felt the song was not complete, you know, but we kept on playing it anyway. And then one day at 3 a.m. Mm. I was given uh, the, the one section of the song, you know, wh- what we call in music, musical terms, a B section or a bridge. It was given to me. 
I woke up, Kathy. I studio some right by the at the same time, and I also sang it just in case on my phone. Mm. And then when the guys came back for your last rehearsal before going we to the studio, they were like, "Wow, it feels like a glove." <laughs> and and, and yeah. do do you know where it comes from? Because you say it's given to you. Who gives it to you? What gives uh, it to you? Uh, my ancestors, mm. God, mm. you know. It's a rare talent, you know. Yeah, some of us do have this. I'm not, I'm not alone where I wake up with a song every morning. Yeah, the weird thing also, uh, when I go to bed, you know, there's always a lullaby that takes me to sleep, you know. Some of these songs are so powerful that I think, no, even if I'm tired, I'll have to, to, to record this one. Let me, sure. And then I'll go back to my study and jot it down, you know. Yeah. Mokoy, yeah. are you sure you're, you, you're human? You know, you sound like you must be walking with angels. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, well, you're, you're having yeah. a very divine experience on earth, right? Yeah, true. Especially the, the ones that come at 3 a.m., you know. My poor wife was like, oh, I'm oh, you know. I'm so good, Lisa, you know. <laughs> rushing down to, you know, especially 3 a.m. ones, uh, they're way too beautiful, you know. All right. Yeah. And well, then well, I also, I'm, I'm going to interject uh, just for sure. a bit. We'll continue in a moment. SFM Talking Point. Our Friday wind-down guest is McCoy Mkubata, an award-winning saxophonist. Uh, McCoy, sorry, I, I cut you off there. I was listening uh, so <laughs> intently to what you're saying. I missed the fact that we had a break coming up. But let me give you a chance uh, to finish before I go to the callers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was saying, yeah, the scary ones are the 3 a.m., you know, yeah. which made me excited. But uh, it sometimes irritate my wife. But what can I do? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm being called to, to lay down a melody or to, you know, you know. And, uh, well, I try to manifest as well at that time. So, yeah, mm. it's, yeah it's, it's quite deep, you know, and sometimes a bit scary. I must mm. admit. Mm. So, <laughs> so it, 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 it's, a, it's a spiritual journey as much as, as it is a musical one. You got it, this one. Mm. That's the one. Mm. Yes, yes, right. yeah, yeah. My latest album has a title like that, by the way, you know, A Spiritual Journey. Yes, wow, yeah. wow, that's yes, beautiful. Yes, thank you. Let me go mm. to Cape Town. Lungelo, good morning, Lungelo. We, we, we must make you the co-presenter for the slot, eh? <laughs> I think. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Lungelo. How are you, Kathy? I'm well, thank you. I'm well, I'm well. Thank you for bringing such a great musician. I just want to tell him that we love him. We love him so much, so much. You know, when you talk about Mako, you are talking about a musician that is so versatile, dynamic, and so broad. The reason why I'm saying that, because he has recorded with the likes of uh, Mpatanga group, group called uh, the Soul Brothers, the late Lakitube. You, you can just see... By, by that difference. <clears throat> and one thing, Kathy, that man is so humble, 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 humble. I remember a couple of years back, we had to raise some funds uh, in Swaziland. Uh, he drove all the way from Joburg to Swaziland with his own cost. He came to perform with musicians that cannot read. read. And that uh, show, uh, they could not rehearse because of due to time constraints. But what I'm telling you, oh, what, a, what, what a splendid show it was. Even today, 
I just get a lot of people asking about that that, that, that show. One question I just have for him is what makes him speak so much with uh, Paul, Paul Hemner? Thank you, Katie. I'm listening over the radio. All right, Lingelo, thanks for that. Mukoi? Thank you, thank you, my friend. Thank you, Mr. Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that question. Yeah, um, in, in 1988, I got a recording deal. It was, I mean, I, I arrived in Johannesburg in 1987, yeah, you know, invited by Ubabu, the great Hostix Mabusa, to join his band. And then the following, year, the following year, I got a recording deal with a British-based company, Zomba Records. So, um, and uh, I didn't have uh, songs. And the producer, the, you know, the late Koloi Libona, hooked me up with uh, this great son of Cape Town, Paul Henma, uh, and the late Jabukosi to write songs for me. Yeah, because I felt my songs were too raw, and the style of the music then, it was fusion. I was into that. Mina, I was more to uh, deep East Jazz and Baganga. At the time, fusion was the thing. So uh, I met Paul, Paul Henma in 1988, mm. and for some reason, we're still working together to this day, and uh, we click, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. I just love the brother. It's been brother it's been too. a lifelong friendship. Yes, yes, yeah. Mm. All mm. right, let me let me go to Tabani in Durban. Good morning, Tabani. Morning. Thanks for taking my call, uh, yes. Sister. Um, thank you for bringing that uh, that beautiful soul there at the studio. Um, the real McCoy. You know, he the, the only way you can comment um, around McCoy Mkobata is uh, you can do justice just by being genuine, like, just like he is genuine, you know, uh, there at the studio as he's talking to you. So, you know, he makes me think uh, of the likes of Fair Fago. You know, his soul is mostly, you know, similar to, to Fair Fago. And McCoy is one of the few remaining, you know, saxophonists in South Africa, you know, after the likes of uh, who he mentioned, Winston Mankunkungo, the late uh, Kipi Mokezi, the late Jim Nawana. Of course, uh, Panira Chaban is still alive, but he, he's an old man, you know. They also make me think of uh, guys like the late Begim Selig and the others, you know. So um, his comments there, his humility and um, and the way he's coming across is really genuine. Lastly, he also make me think of um, of the likes of uh, John Coltrane himself, you know. So we thank, we, we're thankful to have people like him, you know, in the country and uh, people who are loyal and genuine to the art, you know, to the art form of music and to the genre of uh, of jazz, you know. So, McCoy, uh, keep it going, my brother, keep it going. Uh, thanks for the music and everything. You know, you make us think of, look back to these musicians that I've just mentioned, you know, and, um, yeah, we, we hope to hear more from you. You know, I, I last saw you here in Devon a long time ago when you were at the Pet Center with uh, with Fiafa, which was a long time ago. Otherwise, I've seen you on stage in Joburg on many occasions, you know. So, yeah, thanks, Katie, for bringing that um, that beautiful soul there. Thank you. Tavani, thanks. Thanks for that call, Tavani, out in, in Durban there. Um, you know, I was thinking about what Lungelo was saying and you traveling all the way from South Africa to Swaziland to help them with a, a cause that they were championing. And... Um, your, your your involvement in the community has been broader than just you know lending your voice or giving support to 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 certain causes but you've been intentional about 
giving back and growing a, a breed and a community of of musicians. Talk to me about that. Yeah, it, it, it takes me back when I was I used to travel. These, these beautiful gentlemen I mentioned earlier, Robert Titole, and I used to follow them around. You know, I know with with young ones, you know, we need to help them. You know, I know things are a little bit better off now because they are music institutions, but they still do need our assistance because uh, there's a lot of stuff that uh, uh, these freshmen, when they work with me, and they'll tell me, but McCoy, we didn't learn this from UCT. We didn't learn this from KZL, you know? So still, we have a lot to give, you know, the guys who learn the authentic way, you know? And also, I'm still involved. You know, I like to do, uh, to, to, you know, wherever I, I travel, to, to give workshops and master classes. And I also work in Cape Town. I work with the Kasi Angels, you, you know, Gerald Domlala, you, you know, distributing shoes. And then I play saxophone with them and with the rest, kids and, and stuff like that. It, it's in me, you know, because I know where I come from. And, and I suppose, you know, yes, it's great to be able to go to an institution of higher learning to hone the skill, but there's a lot of talent that doesn't make it into those those institutions as well. That's true. Yes, yes, that's true. That's where we also come in. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, there's, uh, I run a couple of bands. The one that's called the Brass Cup, it's a, it's a, it's a band whereby... I incorporate the, the students, you know, either still studying or who just finished, and then my contemporaries, about Paul Henman or Prince Lingwasa, and then I make sure there's an elder playing there, and then we record this, this music. Yeah, yeah. I started this with the institution that led by Johnny Mugwa. Yeah. So uh, it still carries on. The last I I, I worked with Cape Town based uh, a freshman, you know, about Lulumanyano, you know, and the first year at Brass Cup, I worked with almost Kakana, Linda Kakana. So I make sure there's a bridging gap, you know, what Luanda Matope called generation, you know, something generation, you know. So I I like that, you know. So so we can interact, you know, because I've had to delete. By the way, Panera Chabana passed away. Uh, the gentleman, I need to make him aware, you know. The, yeah, the two brass cups, I had Panera Chabana, and then the other one, I had to Moses, Moses Wenya, you know. So, uh, and the other one, Louis Mchanga. You know, I, I make sure that there's an elder, a person who's even older than me, when I do these things, you know. It's good for, for, for the students. And, and, and what do you find that exchange, that intergenerational exchange, uh, what does it do for you and for for the young people? Because in many ways, you know, sometimes you can look at uh, who you are, the legend that you have become, but people don't realize that you have a story, you have a journey, you, you, you have walked, and sometimes we just want to get to the end, that we don't realize that getting to that place of success requires the everyday effort. Yeah, it's good for the young ones because a lot of them, uh, have a similar experience that I, I, you know, I have, whereby single parents and also struggling to to, to buy a, a, you know an instrument, you know this and that, they can make it. You know, it tells them they can make it despite the, the, the upbringing, the, the you know where they come from, you know. So it is good for them, and I can admit, by the way, that I draw a lot of inspiration from the young young ones, you know. 
and uh, they, they, yeah, their young spirit, you know, revives me, you, you know. So it's a 50-50, you know. And there are tricks I learned from them too. Mm. Yeah. Spe- yes. speaking, <laughs> speaking of youth, I've got a message here. Oh, where is it? Um, I'm going to try and quickly find it on the WhatsApp line. But somebody was was uh, was saying earlier that they're surprised at how young you sound, um, that you sound like a very, very young man. I suppose it's because you're hanging out with all of these young people, keeping you young at heart. Uh, I there you go. <laughs> I want to take a couple of the WhatsApp voice notes that have come in for you as well. Okay. Hi, this is Kathy. Good morning. I don't have ways to describe the humbleness of McCoy. He doesn't know me, but I saw him for the first time. Uh, he performed for us in 2012 when I was still a student at um, University of Pretoria. It was during the PASMAI conference. Woo! If you look at that uh, man performing saxophone, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, thank you for the person that is contained in you, McCoy. I think God really wanted to show the world that he can occupy human beings. Thank you. DJ Kathy. I remember back in the days when I was a kid and I was going to primary at those times, uh, there was a Malume next door whom every Friday when I come back from school, I have to drop off my school shoes on him so that he's going to do his magic and polish them and then they're going to come looking like glass or something like that. And I always come by, by his place, he's playing this music, there's no vocals, there's just instrument. It was like noisy to me, something wasn't, I wasn't even understanding, but it was none of my business. But as I grow up, I get to learn the music, I get to understand the music, I get to enjoy the music. The likes of Rem Kubata, the Jonas Guanguas, the Hot Sticks Mabuza, the humor Sigela. It was a very, very fascinating time for me because I was I wasn't aware what was happening. We were glued up into this quite a thing as we were growing up, but now as I grow up I realize okay now there was music at that time. Speaking to Bong Mosa from Donville and Putama respect. I really love how Ndatem Khubata is actually uh describing the process of how the music comes to him or at least how he uh, engages it and meets it halfway. Um, I've come to realize that part of the challenge that we have as society is that we have so much noise around us and to pick up those tunes that keep you walking and feeling giddy about yourself. We, They've kind of disappeared into the into the sound the the noise around us and we do need that quiet space but not only that um there are hours of the morning um where other writers have spoken about look wake up at 3:33 or wake up at 4 something something there's a tune inside you it's almost like the sound of your blood gushing through your veins and i think we all have it it's just about at which point does a parent encourage you to feel free to chase after it? Um, 
then once you got it, you got it. And also we're growing up in a society that appreciates music like Langa and um, Kukuleto and Cape Town, basically. Oh man, that, thank you for those WhatsApp voice notes. They were so beautiful. And you are such a light. And so many people are talking about your humility and just the soul yeah. that they experience, whether it's from interactions, whether it's from being at your sure. concerts or listening yeah. to your music. How does that make you feel? Uh, it, 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 uh, it, it makes, uh, yeah. I, I have no words, you know. It makes me happy, you know, that yeah, people are seeing this, and yeah, it inspires them. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk yeah, about your beautiful. latest project and perhaps where people can catch you next before we let you go. Brilliant. Yeah, latest project is uh, called the Strings Attached, where I uh, uh, I commissioned a couple of um, music arrangers to write, uh, you know. To arrange strings for my music, you know, Kumbule Kaya, the song you played, Concord Cabin, the deep strings arrangement for that. This was one playing on the background, Quiet Please, for my album, Quiet Please, you know, strings arrangement by, by uh, uh, Gareth, you know, Harvey, and it was uh, through Makotobong record label. And I'll be performing in Cape Town during my birthday uh, month, this this now in June, you know, yeah, the, the, you know, yeah. So uh, watch me. I'll be in Cape Town from the first to the fifth. Yeah, and then I'll be launch, doing a double launch album in Johannesburg, you know, at Mandela Theatre. Yeah. So Catonians, uh, I'll be there with the lotion, uh, uh, jazz, you know, the bracoats. Yeah, catch me there. Yeah. Fantastic. And we certainly wish you all of the very best for your birthday month. I hope that all of the love that our listeners have been, have been given to you is something that you will feel and experience even in these performances that you're going to be hosting. On that note, it's always sad to part. It's always sad to say goodbye, especially on the Friday wind down. But the fun can't last forever, can it? No, no, it can't. And the background is Quiet Please by Makoy um, Mkubata. Udo is standing in for Sakina Kamwendo. Udo, unfortunately, no music for you. It's back to the current affairs. Good afternoon. <laughs>